You're listening to the Goddess Talk Podcast, where we have real conversations about all things spirituality, self-development, women's empowerment, conscious entrepreneurship, and more. This podcast was designed to inspire women to reclaim their power, come into alignment with their soul's purpose, and create their best possible lives. Thank you so much for tuning in, and let's get into today's episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I just wanted to start off by saying that I know this has been a very heavy week for all of us with the coronavirus outbreak and all of the implications that that has had. So I just wanted you to know that whatever you're feeling, I'm right there with you. I'm feeling it all too. And I just want you guys to know that I am so incredibly here for you. I've been showing up every single day to support you, whether it's on my email list, through these podcasts, on my Instagram. I have been showing up for you and I've been really active this week on my Instagram. So if you're not already following me, I am at I am Kristen Lynch. Come over and follow me, join the community. I've been going live on my Instagram with empowering conversation, with meditations, with guided yoga flows, with inspiring posts. A bunch of just incredible content to support you all during this time and always, but especially in these coming weeks where we are in the midst of this coronavirus outbreak. And also, if you haven't gotten it yet, just know that I do have a manifestation meditation that is free and available to everyone that you can download and play time and time again as many times as you need. It is it was initially designed for manifestation, but I do feel that it I, I'm confident that it will be really supportive to you during this time as well. It's 12 minutes long and it can just really help you to shift your energy out of fear and come back into love, which I think is really what we all need during this time more than anything. So I will link that in the show notes for you all. So yeah, go check out the meditation. And again, just know that I am so here for you. If you need anyone to talk to, My DMs are always open. Send me a message and I'm here to support you. Okay, one more thing before we get into today's episode. The giveaway that I ran last week for hitting 10 episodes is still going on. I am leaving it open through the end of this week. Thank you so much to everybody who has already participated in that. If you didn't hear last week's episode or you haven't heard about the giveaway yet, Everyone who does this giveaway will win. This is just my way of celebrating hitting 10 episodes and rewarding people for rating and reviewing the show so we can continue to grow and reach all the people that may benefit or may really be 
um, supported through this show. So in order to participate in the giveaway, it's only open if you have an iPhone and have access to Apple Podcasts. If that is you, all you have to do is go to the Apple Podcast app, which you're already at. You're listening to the show. So on the show page, make sure that you are subscribed to the show. Give us a rating and a review. Take a screenshot of your rating and review. It's best to do it before you submit because sometimes it takes 12 to 24 hours for it to post after you hit submit. So write it out leave your rating, take a screenshot, and then hit submit. And then send me a screenshot. Send me that screenshot on Instagram. Again, my Instagram is at I am Kristen Lynch. It will be linked in the show notes as well. And you will win the giveaway. Everybody wins. And the prize is I will be mailing all of you a ritual kit to support your daily practice. So in the ritual kit, there is a sage stick, a Palo Santo stick, and also I will be handpicking each of you a crystal for you. So that is my gift to you for helping me grow this podcast. So thank you so much for doing that. And with that, let's get on to today's episode. So this week on the show, we have Amanda Rushlow, who is the founder of Ananda Shakti Healing, where she is an energy healer and soul alignment coach. Her work is designed to help you reconnect to your power and unleash the bliss that is inherent within. And yeah, you guys, Amanda is truly radiant, and this conversation made me feel so good and just reminded me how incredible life gets when you say yes to your joy and your bliss. I really think you guys are going to like this one. We talked about showing up for your purpose now, even if it's messy and it's imperfect. Uh, We talked about clearing trauma from your ancestral line. We talked about using energy healing and emotional release to rewrite limiting beliefs, not just in your life, but also in your business. And then one of my favorite things that we talked about was saying hell yes to joy, love, and pleasure for massive transformation and up-leveling in your life. So really, really incredible, powerful episode for you guys today. I hope you all enjoy. Welcome back to the Goddess Talk podcast. We're here today with Amanda Rushlow. Amanda is an energy healer and empowerment coach who helps women heal so they can embody the highest version of themselves through energetic wellness, womb healing, and soul alignment coaching. It is her mission to help women heal the wounds of their past by cultivating a deep and authentic self-love, awakening their divinity, and embodying the highest version of themselves. It's so good to be with you, Amanda. Welcome to the show. Hey, Kristen. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, me too. I'm really excited to dive into this. So I always begin by just asking my guest to walk me through your daily practice, if you have one, or some of your favorite rituals that really contribute to you showing up as the highest version of yourself. 
Ooh, so that's like my favorite part of my day. So my morning starts with like almost three hours, just like getting my day started. Um, and it's like a very devotional time for me. So every morning, as soon as I wake up, I will listen to a recording that I recorded myself, uh, a grounding and clearing aura visualization. So just like washing away any negativity or negative emotions and then putting up like a protective shield around myself. Um, it's been really important just like being empathetic that I like set this protection on myself every day. And then during that meditation, I will do some self-reiki. So like placing my hands on each of my chakras to uh, like balance my energy. Then I will like go to the bathroom, brush my teeth, do those things, drink some lemon water. And then I've uh, this past week been more interested in eating a more nutritious breakfast. So I started adding that in there. Then I'll stretch a little bit, uh, do like a little bit of yoga and spend about 20 minutes doing some kundalini yoga kriyas. So with some chants and mantras to like fuse that yoga with energy work. And then some journaling. I like journaling about what I'm grateful for or what my like non-negotiables for the day might be. Mm. And then... Sometimes I'll do some emotional freedom techniques like EFT tapping to like release any limiting beliefs that I have and like rewriting them with new expansive stories where I'm more accepting of myself and rewriting of those. Um, once in a while, I'll add in listening to some light code activations. Um, so yeah, like just getting some like soul food into my brain and um, yeah, I'll often pull like an oracle card for a little bit of guidance into the day, just like a card a day. And like, what is the theme of my day today? Or what is some general guidance that I need to keep in the forefront of my mind? Then I'll drink some ginger tea, sometimes a green smoothie and uh, sometimes cacao. So mm. I'll either like pick through one of those and yeah, I actually just got some brand new cacao from Guatemala. Uh, so excited. Yes, amazing. <laughs> so tasty. And then before I get into work, I'll read like a little like morning formula for myself that includes kind of like my declaration, like who I am and like what am I doing in my business and like a vision map and principles that help guide my daily life and affirmations to some of them are balancing my chakras and some of them are for like my business and going back to like using the affirmations to further like rewrite any past self-limiting beliefs. And then, yeah, somewhere in the day I'll add in some like dancing or a yoga class. And then as I notice like any strong emotions coming up, I'll add some emotional release in there as well. But yes, my favorite part, like starting my day is my mornings, like really devoting this time to myself. Mm -hmm. I really love everything you described because I feel that you're doing a lot of energetic work, but I can really see how it's setting up the actions that you're taking for the day and really like allowing you to step into the person that you choose to be rather than like the person that maybe you've been in the past or 
some of the old habitual just tendencies that we fall into. Like you're really just declaring that this is the life that I choose today. And that's something that I do too every single day because we really do have a choice. Like we can, we can choose how we show up and we can declare showing up in a higher, more empowered way every single day. And I would love to know too, you mentioned the word non-negotiables, like that you write down the non-negotiables for the day. Can you tell us like what those are or if you have any things that come up consistently day after day or how you go about deciding what your non-negotiables are going to be for the day? Awesome. So sometimes like my non-negotiables will just be like different like appointments during the day. Like it could be as simple like as like getting a massage on Tuesday or like leading a yoga nidra on Tuesday, for example. But also I'm trying to take that further into more of like what I'm being. So incorporating more of that, like feeling pleasure in my daily life. So um, like a new one that I'm incorporating is like as I'm doing my business and creating any content online that I'm really feeling pleasure as I do that. So, um, so another one like today would be when I was doing my kundalini kriyas or like reciting mantras. I was noticing that I was kind of like holding tension and going fast through it. And then mm-hmm. I was like, okay, remember to feel pleasure in this moment. I'm not doing this for any like really external thing, but I'm mm-hmm. really trying to incorporate feeling pleasure as I do each task. and. Yeah, further, um, just feeling joy and love. So joy, love, and pleasure have been my three new non-negotiables that Mm -hmm. I'm really trying to incorporate in, like, every actions in my life. Mm -hmm. So beautiful because it makes it more of an experience than just checking something off your to-do list. Mm -hmm. I really love that. Okay, I have a feeling the next one might be Guatemala, but my question is, what is the best place you've traveled to? Ooh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, probably Guatemala. Um, it's definitely, like, the most, like, potent energy I've ever felt and the most, like, potent experiences I've ever had. So definitely Guatemala. Amazing. We'll talk a little bit more about that, too, a little bit later, because I want to hear more about your experience. What is something that you really love about yourself? Ooh, so I would say my biggest thing is like my devotion to healing. So yeah, um, I've just been on like a healing journey, I feel like my whole life, but especially more intentionally the past year. And yeah, just like my devotion to like saying yes to myself and like doing things that make me feel uncomfortable for like the ultimate higher, like bigger picture of it all. And another thing would be that this past week, I like gave my joy a voice. So yeah, just like allowing it to like arise. And then also that I've like broken through generations of ancestral trauma. So specifically like with feelings of fearing scarcity and not allowing themselves to feel pleasure. And I'd say compassion for myself, like through all of my experiences, traumatic experiences, that it's really helped me develop compassion for myself. And also like my intuition. So uh, like I feel like 
in earlier in life, I would always just like ask other people, oh, what should I do? And now really been tapping more into my intuition to like, okay, what feels like a yes? What feels like a no? So that I can live more in alignment. And yeah, just like my peace, like feeling peace with like the uncertainty of life and not needing to control things. Mm. And like Mm -hmm. peace with like surrendering to the uncertainty of life. Yeah. Something that I remind myself of every day is surrender. Yes. That's such a good one. Yeah. It's, I feel like it is our inherent nature, but we've gotten so far away from that. We've learned to control versus surrender. So Mm -hmm. it's like just coming back to surrender, coming back to allowing, coming back to receptivity, because that really is our natural state. Totally. love that you said that. Okay, last warm-up question I have for you is what that is happening in your life or what that you are planning in your life or your work in business, something maybe that's in your, on your vision or that you want to create or build, what are you most excited about right now in your life or business? So what I'm most excited about is like really being able to give to like people who want to receive. So like just going into my past a little bit as a middle school teacher, I was really hard like trying to teach in like an urban school where just like feeling that disconnect. So now like I just like led my first workshop when I was in Guatemala and it just felt so good to be able to share my gifts and share my passions Mm -hmm. with people who wanted to receive them. So yeah, like giving from a space that knowing that I'll be giving to people that want to receive Mm -hmm. that healing and help and guidance. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Like finding and attracting the people that really need your work. Totally. And are excited about it. Yeah. I love it. I feel you. Okay. So I want to hear more about you, talk more about you, So I would love for you to just tell everybody a little bit more about you, what you're into and what you do, and maybe a little bit of your process getting to where you are today. Awesome. So like starting with my process, um, so like when I was younger, like I experienced three sexual traumas and so like I didn't have the tools to navigate it at the time. I feel like just in our society, we're just keep going, 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 and never really pausing to internally reflect. So I spent like 10 years of my life just really trying to suppress it, pretend it didn't happen, hide from it, like blame myself. And um, this like really started manifesting in my body. So like tension in my neck and shoulders and in my back and yeah, I, for a while, was stuck in, like, patterns of substance abuse, like, being hypersexual and, like, serial monogamy and just, like, going from relationship to relationship. And, like, my body was, like, holding the tension and, like, living in survival mode and was really stuck in, like, depression and anxiety and this feeling, getting stuck in my feelings of fear and shame. And then yeah, like one day I was just kind of looked around at my life and realized that what I wanted to experience was not present in my life. And then I realized that that stemmed from like the relationship I had with myself. 
and like yeah, all of it, like everything we experience is like reflecting as a mirror to us. So like the job I was in and the state of my relationship at the time were just like really showing me like all the things that I like settled for rather than chose. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I started the process of beginning to forgive myself. So going back into those like painful experiences so that I could reclaim myself and like reclaim my power, my autonomy and like my divinity and my flow. So yeah, that started with doing a yoga teacher training and then an embodied feminine immersion program and a Reiki training and then Uh, started leading energy healing sessions and then I even like went as far as like quitting my career as a school teacher Um, just like anything that wasn't in alignment I was just like cutting it all out and like okay this isn't aligned it's gotta go and I can't keep waiting so I was really thankful to myself once I started like looking around at more of the life I wanted to have and began creating. And so the work I'm doing now is a lot of work with Reiki and energy healing and emotional release and balancing chakras. So at the yoga studio I'm at, I often lean chakra based like slow flows and yoga nidras. Mm. So like doing the movement part, we're helping people do different postures to move the body to embody that element or energy center. And then yoga nidras to really tap into the subconscious mind to get to those places as well. So like really helping them like rewire the brain to embody those qualities of balanced energy. And then... Yeah. So yeah, those are like my newest things that I'm all into. And then as well, starting coaching with women to help them like get more guidance and then heal themselves. So like teaching them tools to help them heal themselves, not just like coming to me for, oh, heal me, like helping like teach Mm. them those healing practices so that they can use them in their lives beyond just like a session with myself. Wow, you're like, it's crazy how quickly too you were able to just like cut off everything that wasn't aligned with you, especially the job piece. That's so scary for people to do. And that can take people years to just be like, nope, I'm gonna be fine. I don't really know exactly where I'm going, but I know that this isn't aligned. So how, like, how did you, how did you do that? Was it really scary? How did you remember that your intuition was right or that you were being guided or that it was safe for you to cut off things that didn't feel good oh it was the most one of the most terrifying things in my life um so really with my coach that I was working with at the time I remember at the beginning when we started coaching just in September um yeah I was like telling her I was like yep I'm going to teach for the next 10 years so I can repay my student loans And then I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll just teach for the next five years so that half of my loans are forgiven and whatever. (laughs) And then it came down to, I was like, okay, now I guess I will just do this for the rest of the school year and then I'll see what I can figure out in the summer. 
And then, yeah, like just the more and more we were talking and I was sharing about my experiences and just how, just like having that like defiance against me every day, how hard that was. And yeah, she was just like, it was like the power of suggestion. Like, oh, like, what if you quit over winter break? And then like, it was like my ears perked up. Like, I was like, what? Like, oh, that is possible. And so I was like, hmm. I'm not sure though. So I kind of thought more and more about it. And then it's like, okay, well, I'll start working more at the yoga studio and yeah, that'll help. And then like an incident happened in my classroom um, where like one of my students was assaulted by a worker at my school. So when that happened, I was like, wow, like it was so heartbreaking. Like I felt like a mother not being able to protect my child. So that was like really traumatizing for me. But when that happened, I just knew I was like, wow, how I've been feeling me wanting to quit. Like this man's actions just really confirmed that for me. Like it was like divine timing that like, okay, whatever I choose to do, I know I'm supported. And yeah, so I was like, okay, I'll start working at the yoga studio, like enough to pay my bills. And then I'll figure the rest out so yeah just like and then yes like once I started clearing those things out more and more things like started coming to me like it created space like the yoga studio was like oh we have front desk like opening like do you want to work more there and then like other energy healing clients like just starting to like come to me whereas like before there wasn't really space in my life for that Mm -hmm. to come in So yeah, it was so scary, but like the divine timing of it all just really assured me that I was being guided. And like every time I chose to say yes, like something else would happen that confirmed that it was the right decision for me. Beautiful. Yeah, I I feel like in my story, I had a process of that too, where I was almost trying to do both at the same time, like keep up my existing life while I started my new life and eventually I just got so exhausted trying to do that because I felt like I was forcing myself to stay in the path that I'd always been on like okay I'm just gonna graduate from college and get this corporate job but then like just build my whole entire business and it'll just totally take off while I'm giving all my energy to this job and it just got to the point where it was like something had to give and I I'm so glad that I chose my truth versus like, okay, I'm going to prioritize my, a corporate job so I can be stable and secure and I'll get to the business later. It was, it really took, I think just getting so exhausted, having that internal battle that I was just like, okay, that's it. I'm going to say yes and see what happens. And I'm so glad too, that you brought up the creating space for things that are truly aligned to come in. I think for people who are listening, it's so empowering when you do start eliminating things that aren't a yes or that aren't aligned and you watch as that really makes space for you to do the things you've always been meant to do or that brings in the right people or that opens up doors for new opportunities it's kind of a way for you to build faith in your path as you start to see opportunities open up the more that you create space for them so I'm happy that you said that yes totally so 
What about, I know, so your process happened pretty quickly from the point of like doing your training, your teacher training to working with a coach and building up your business and now already being able to work with clients. So I'm wondering too, like when you were maybe still working at the school before you'd really stepped into this role of being a business owner and being an entrepreneur, was there a part of you that questioned like whether or not this message that you wanted to share or this work was worth it or like questioned if people really needed it or questioned if you were worthy of having it or questioned whether it was enough to be a business or any of those thoughts or doubts um, about the work that you were being guided to? Yeah, so definitely. Um, so uh, they've like come a long way, but like, yeah, my mom and boyfriend as well were like, oh my gosh, like, how are you doing this? Like, you're going to regret this. It's not the time. Just don't rush things. Like you're impulsive. <laughs> so like hearing the people closest to me saying that, it was like really hard not to listen. But yeah, I definitely had feelings of self-doubt as um, like making the transition. <clears throat> and but like what really like helped me through like every day was like kind of like reading over my affirmations like that I do deserve this like and at the beginning it was like I was just kind of going through the motions but like every day it's like I read them more and more I was like I do deserve this like I believe this and what really like solidified it for me or a few things was like sharing my story. So when I shared my story over the summer to uh, in my like embodied feminine immersion program about like being raped, like other women like came up to me after I shared and were just telling me how healing me sharing my story was for them. And like how when I originally shared, it was like really just for me to like heal and like let it out and like going out from my head and like just releasing it to transmute it and yeah I was like really surprised even that like women were coming to me and sharing their experiences with me and then when I also shared my whole story like on elephant journal in an article I was overwhelmed by all of the support I got and yeah like again I was just kind of sharing it as like a part along my healing journey to like get it out and share it and come out of the hiding and in doing so that really like again like in a good way overwhelmed me with so many people's support and like reaching out to me saying how it was so healing for them how they've had similar experiences how they like also experienced like rape and didn't even know it at the time and how like their experiences were also from years and years ago that like my story just being shared with them helped them begin to heal and begin to start thinking about it again and wanting to share it and begin their own healing journey so that all like really affirmed like those self-doubts for me like okay that's my ego and sometimes I can tell it to shut up and like, no, I don't have to listen to you because I know this is what I'm meant to be doing. And I know that this can help people. So yeah, also like, yeah, separating the ego from myself 
was a big thing in that and not listening to that self-doubt anymore. Yeah, I think that's a big piece for all of us to recognize is that it it almost reminds me of the saying, what's personal is universal. So Mm. it's like, if I've been through this, I know that others have experienced something similar or have felt similar emotions or have, um, yeah, felt like they were in a similar place. And so it's almost like knowing that you can find faith in your story, in the power of your story, because you know that it will touch others and you can start to connect to, okay, well, if there are others that could heal from my story, then they could also heal from my work and they could also heal from how I moved through my story and um, found healing, found empowerment, did something with my story. So I really love that. And if people are listening, that is a beautiful way for you to start finding confidence that the work you're being called to you're meant for and that work is also seeking you because other people are seeking you to speak up yes yeah I love how you said that and like going through that like chain of coming to your empowerment and yeah like seeing other people go through that and like not that you need permission from someone else but like seeing someone else do it it kind of affirms you that you're like allowed to as well Yeah, absolutely. So I know as well that energy healing and emotional release are a big part of your healing journey and are now tools that you use with your clients. And I'm curious if those tools have also supported you as you've built your business. Like how have or have energy healing or Reiki or emotional release have they kind of been able to help you clear maybe limiting beliefs or fears around your business as well as helping you heal some of your trauma from the past? Yeah, so definitely. Um, A big one that I was working through was with the scarcity mindset. So like with fearing that, oh, when my last paycheck for my teaching job comes in, like that'll be my last source of income or and like fearing like, oh, what if I don't have enough money? Or what if, again, just so many, what if I'm not enough? And one that I just worked through over, um, over my trip in Guatemala was like giving myself permission to be enough. And so like with working with clients like people like would come to me like oh like I want to start working with you I want to like get coaching from you and I was like in a place where I was like okay like once my program's done then I can or Mm. once I get this certification then I can help these people Mm. and then like the leader like my coach on the trip she was like can I tell you like where your block is here and I was like oh please like yeah tell me (laughs) And she was like, you're seeking like this external validation from everyone else. Whereas like your story, your experience is enough. That qualifies you enough. Mm -hmm. You don't need all these certifications. So like stepping out of the external validation from others and just knowing that I'm enough and that my experience does qualify me and that, yeah, like giving myself the permission to like sign on a client Mm -hmm. rather than once I do this, then I can. And 
yeah, just really going back to like giving myself permission is my newest mm-hmm. one that the emotional release has helped me like navigate through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it, it almost also is this component of like, can I really have it this good? Like, am I already at a point in my life where things could be this good and people could actually seek me out and want to not only work with me, but pay me to help them? Mm-hmm. Like, how is that possible when things looked so different before? I see that all the time that women are, well, women are just people in general are wanting to start a business, wanting to put themselves out there, wanting a blog or a podcast or whatever it may be, but they are like waiting for, okay, once I um, get this extra training or this extra certification, or once I finish school or even back to your story, like once I have enough money and I've paid off my student loans 10 years from now, then I can do this. Um, or even, even like, okay, well, I can't talk about this until my website's finished. That has to be done first, but it's like, no, you can sign a client without a website. You can sign a client without a program completely done. You can build it along the way. And it's, you almost have to get to a point where you realize that you've accepted how, how worthy you are of sharing your story. You've accepted that just like you said, your story is all you really need as your qualification or certification to be able to share. And you've accepted that the longer you wait, you're not just doing a disservice to yourself. You're really holding this gift of healing back from all these other people that really need it. So I think when you can move through those three pieces and really accept all three of them, you give yourself all the permission you need and the motivation and encouragement to just say yes to it now. There's nothing you have to wait for. Yes, totally. Like taking like that messy action. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to wait till it's perfect to take the action. Like, yeah, just yes, exactly. Just starting to say yes. Yeah. And it's it's so much more about you and your energy than it is about any of the work itself or like the, you know, of course your brand, your website, all the physical stuff is important and that can add a level of value to the people that you're trying to work with. But ultimately people are attracted to you for you and your gifts. So as long as you have those in place, like just show up messy, just like you said, show up right where you are and everything else will fall into place. You'll learn as you, as you go and you'll refine and improve as you go too. So what, what does that look like? Like, what does it look like to do energy healing or emotional release when a limiting belief comes up around your business? How can we kind of do that like in our day-to-day life? So we're um, kind of finding the self, the, the power within ourselves to release the blocks or fears or limitations around business. Um, so I would say like... Um like in the EFT tapping, the emotional freedom technique. And like, you can find pictures online of where the different like tapping points are on the body and like going through and tapping those different parts on the body. So like the side of the hand, like tapping that for a few times and tapping the wrists for a few times and under the armpits, um, the, under the collarbones, the, lower chin, upper lip, and like the cheekbones, temples, like third eye and crown. 
And again, there's like a bunch of pictures online for those specific points, but going through tapping those points and like saying the limiting belief. So like, what are you fearing? What are you getting stuck in? And just allowing yourself to feel that rather than like shunning it away, hiding Mm -hmm. from it, because then it really just gets stuffed back down Mm -hmm. and then keeps coming up until you like deal with it. So like going through those tapping points and really feeling and like identifying with those limiting beliefs and then doing that a few times and then going through those same tapping points and like what is the rewritten story? So like, for example, one that I was working on was like scarcity with money. So like going through and like, oh, I never really learned about money. I always thought that like money was the root of all evil. And I always thought I had to work really hard to have it. And once I got it, I would always lose it. Like I would get money and then I would lose it. And those are a couple examples. And then like going through those same tapping points again and then like rewriting that. So like money is energy and I deserve large sums of money and I do sacred things with money and money is abundant and really like rewriting the story and then like also like just like forgiving yourself for having learned those limiting beliefs before because like we really ultimately are always doing the best that we can but that's just like kind of where society and our families can lead us and then so like forgiving ourselves forgiving all of them so that okay like it did serve me but it doesn't anymore and then yeah really just like tapping in those new beliefs to that so that would be like one of the ways with the EFT tapping and another like way I do like work through that is with the emotion code so it's like with Dr. Bradley Nelson and there's I have like a free guide on my website for that like walks you through this all but like using muscle testing to really like ask yourself, um, like you could do it in a general sense. So like, okay, what's coming up right now? Like what is the trapped emotion? But, or like, okay, more specific. So, okay, I'm really struggling with making an offer to clients, for example. What is the trapped emotion with that? And then going through like the table of, which emotion it is and then going through okay where did it originate from and doing like muscle testing to ask and answer these questions so like muscle testing to ask the subconscious mind because it knows more than like we mm-hmm. allow ourselves to like have access to but yeah like finding where did it originate from was it from something that's playing out currently was it from earlier in my life was it from past lives was it from a family lineage? Like, did I learn this from like my mom, her mom, her mom, her mom, and so on and going back and just like really, okay, this is where it originated from and but like choosing, okay, this is where it stops. 
and then like using like the magnetic therapy, which can be done with like either the fingertips or like visualizing a magnet. And with those like going along the governing meridian, which goes from the like upper lip over the top of the head, down the back of the spine to like the tip of the tailbone. So like that governing meridian is like the reservoir of energy that's tapped into all of the meridians in the body. So like going through that and just with the intention of releasing it. So something I learned on my trip was like intention plus vibration equals healing. So really just like having that intention of releasing it and then like the vibration of like using the fingertips or the visualization of going along that governing meridian to release it. And again, like it can be general, um, like not related to business or it can be related to business when you're like more aware of, okay, I'm having this block here and how can I release it? Or, well, knowing that, having the intention that you can release it and that you will release it. And then that even, like, expands beyond ourselves. Like, with the emotional release, it not only releases from us, but it also, like, can release from all of, like, the past generations that it has passed through. And then you're also stopping that from being passed down through future generations that, like, of your, like, descendants and all of that so yeah it's super powerful and Mm -hmm. like can go so many different ways and yeah but yeah I found those really helpful for all of that so powerful I love EFT so much and I use it all the time almost every day or several times a week like just whenever something is coming up I just go right up right into tapping because it's well, one thing that you mentioned too is how um, EFT allows you to really interact with your subconscious mind. And so sometimes we are kind of sending out mixed messages. And like with your example of money, we look at people that have money and we think that seems really nice, or we say consciously that we want more money or it'd be nice to have more money. But subconsciously, the belief is that with your example, money is the root of all evil. Or Mm -hmm. if we have money, we're going to become a bad person or we're not going to spend it responsibly or it's going to change us or we're going to be selfish or greedy or whatever it is. So even though you're saying consciously, maybe even you're taking actions physically to get more money, ultimately your subconscious programming is ultimately determining what really happens because money is energy and your energy system is lingering with the beliefs that are running your subconscious programming. So just like Amanda's saying, EFT and the other um, the emotion code, those are really powerful ways to actually clear some of these beliefs at the root so that your conscious mind and your subconscious come into alignment. And I want to emphasize as well how important it is to just, for those few moments while you're doing the energy healing or the EFT, that you are willing to go into the belief even if it seems negative it's okay to linger in that so that it can be cleared you have to bring your awareness to clear it so when you're going through it's important that you're not like okay yeah this is the belief let me get onto the healing part like you have to really allow it to come to the surface so that you can recognize it appreciate what it's done for you so far forgive yourself and then allow it to clear 
and then you can spend time adding in the new one. So my point in saying that is just like, don't, don't fear it. it. It was there for a reason. It probably did help you at some point. So just give it some love, give it some time and attention, and then move on to bringing in the new one. And, and thank you so much for walking us through how you, how you do that. I haven't done the emotion code, so I really want to check that out as well because EFT has been so powerful for me. So I'd love to try that one too. Awesome. Yeah, no, I like how you really said with like not fearing those limiting beliefs, because especially when like we are trying to rewrite them, we often sometimes will like bypass them. Mm -hmm. So I like how you emphasize to really focus on allowing that so that it can pass and transmute. Yeah, it's almost like we're afraid we're like, oh, this has already run the show for 20 years. I can't let this go on one more minute. But it's like, okay, it has gone on for this long. So let's spend a few minutes really giving it attention so that it can be good once and for all. Totally. So I also want to talk about, well, you mentioned that you just went on this amazing retreat in Guatemala. And I want to talk a little bit about that, about your experience. And I want to talk about, in particular, a lot of the, the idea that a lot of us are kind of almost addicted to feeling bad. We're almost addicted to our pain and suffering. And in so many ways, we block, whether we know it or not, our ability to feel good and feel positive emotions like joy and pleasure and love and freedom, abundance. And I know that energy healing and emotional release are tools for us to be able to release some of those habits around feeling bad or addictions to feeling bad or suffering but I just love for you as well to talk about your experience like choosing your joy and saying yes to your joy and maybe we can talk about how feeling good and having joy and having pleasure and fun can allow so much to open up for all of us in every part of life in our business in our relationships all over our life so I'd love to give you the floor to talk a little bit about your experience and walk us through maybe maybe why we're stuck in a pattern of feeling bad. I, I know you shared already about how some of those ideas get instilled in us from maybe our ancestors or the way we're raised. But yeah, maybe you can just talk about how we get stuck in those patterns and how we can start to change the story and say yes to more empowering, positive, joyful feelings and emotions and pleasure Um, yes awesome yeah so like we are all like when we're born like and still but like more so when we're younger like we have this like pure essence this like light and love that is in all of us like this piece of the divine but like as we grow and live through our lives we have different experiences that make us like disconnect from that so like an example could be um so like i was this like piece of like light and love and divine self and then when my like parents were emotionally unavailable that my needs weren't met so i like put this wall around myself around my heart like thinking that it's not safe to have needs or it's not safe to rely on others So that's like the core wound. So like there's like the divine self, then like the next layer is that like core wound and that kind of 
disconnects us from that. And then, so like from that, we do different things in our lives. So whether that's like constant self-improvement or substance abuse or choosing people that won't meet our needs, like just like doing those like kind of like dysfunctional actions to like perpetuate the story. So like choosing people in my past that weren't able to meet my needs to perpetuate the story that other people can't meet my needs. And then, yeah, so like sometimes we just get caught up in that. And then, yeah, like until we choose ourselves and choose to like change the story, then we're like starting to go peeling back through the layers of like digging it up. Like, okay, we have to like go through like the pain of that like separation from the story that like helped keep us safe for so long. Like it did serve a purpose and it did probably protect us or serve us in some way before like getting back to that divine self of us. Um, Yeah. With like the point in the retreat where I was able to like really give my joy a voice was um, we were asked the question, like which story is the most reluctant to die. And yeah, that was like blew my mind. And mine was like, again, going back to when I was talking about like giving myself the permission and thinking that, oh, I'm not enough. Um, Like, oh, I'm not enough to work with someone to get a coaching client until I do more certifications and finish my program. So like digging through those and just like knowing now, like I am enough now. And first, like the past year, I've been just going so deep into the shadow work and which is totally necessary to be able to get to the space to allow the new in um, and like having to descend before we can ascend. But yes, yeah, so, like getting back to like giving my joy a voice. Um, so like I've screamed out my pain and yeah my coach like she encouraged me to like scream the feelings of joy and mm. yeah so like that was seriously so powerful just I'm like, getting chills listening to this <laughs> seriously yeah so yeah just like screaming with joy like definitely done my screaming with hatred and rage but like really allowing myself to feel that And yeah, I was just like shaking my body out and like moving it all around and yeah, just like allowing it to like perpetuate through the cells of my body so that it like knew that I'm allowed to feel this way. Mm -hmm. Like I had to give myself the permission that I am enough, like what I'm doing is enough and like I'm put on this earth to feel these feelings. and. Like one of the things I was like doing before, like constant, like self-improvement, like the addiction to that, like, oh, I'm always got to improve, 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 improve. Like, okay, yes, that's like inevitable. Yes, we will. We're always evolving. But at the same time, like feeling that peace within yourself as you are now. And not that you have to change to become something else, but like you are that returning to like your pure essence of you are divine and you are enough and like we're innately 
to be feeling those feelings of joy, love, and pleasure. And mm. yeah, sometimes it does take like having to really intentionally give it a voice to like let it, to allow it to come forth. And then, yeah, just really like tapping into that, bringing that into your like everyday actions and like back to what we were saying earlier, like, like when doing like meditations, like we don't have to be like holding tension in our body, like, and just, Oh, I'm going to get through this to get through this, but like really being present in the present moment and like really just like breathing when you're talking Mm. or sitting there and feeling that like joy and love and pleasure through those moments and like once you bring in awareness to that it's like so much more there's so much more space for it to like abundantly flow through you when you just like slow down and be present and really allow yourself to feel it yeah thank you so much for sharing your experience I like I said I was seriously getting chills as you said that, because I know there are so many of us and me included, this was my, this was my existence for so long was thinking that it wasn't safe for me to feel good. That if I felt good or I chose joy, it meant I was just letting my guard up and that I was just not taking life seriously enough and that I was not going to be prepared when something bad inevitably came into my life because I was too busy having fun, almost like that it was irresponsible for me to be having fun or enjoying or feeling pleasure in my day to day. I would make myself feel guilty for feeling pleasure because so many people don't feel that way or how could it be so good that I could be working and be having so much fun or having so much joy? But I think it goes back to our conversation around EFT and emotional healing and the emotion code of, on the one hand, it's like our consciousness, we want to feel good, but then subconsciously, we don't think it's safe. So we keep choosing to feel shitty or to feel bad or to suffer or um, that just we have to settle for less than we really deserve. And one of the biggest shifts for for me too was recognizing that manifestation is really all about how we feel. It's really about feeling good, feeling joy, feeling love, just like you're saying. And as we feel those emotions, as we give ourselves the space and permission to feel those, we attract more situations that make us feel that way. And so the more that we're holding on to not feeling that way or denying ourselves of those emotions, the more we attract situations that deny us of feeling good. So I am so happy that you shared that. And I just want people to know that not only is it safe for you to feel good, you're worthy of feeling good. And as you feel good, you create more, more opportunities to feel good. It's not a waste of your time. It's not something to feel guilty around. You're working towards creating a better life just by saying yes to joy. And I think that's so beautiful and so liberating. It's like, okay, we can stop like suffering our way to success. We can actually be, be freed and have fun along the, the journey of, of building and growing and, and succeeding eventually. Yes, totally. Okay. So this has been such a beautiful conversation. I always like to end with asking um, 
that you think about some kind of transformation that you've had in your life. So maybe from when you were young to now or when you were still working as a school teacher to where you are now with your own business um, or maybe just your experience healing through trauma. Can you share with everybody who's listening something that you wish you would have known or something that you learned along the way that would have really supported you at the beginning of that transformation that might really support the people who are listening? So um, I'd say like two things. So like the first one would be like that your body and energy is sacred. So this like came to me when I was doing an inner child healing meditation a couple months ago. So like, knowing that like you don't have to share your body or energy with like whoever wants it or whoever like comes to you and like you don't have to listen to everyone like with our families like they are doing the best they can and they try to help us out as well but like we don't have to listen to them because like this is our own experience and that like we are our own keeper and protector and like really trusting in that self and like in that voice that may be like little at first um that is like encouraging you to do those things and step out of your comfort zone that like yeah you can listen to it and not have to like live in fear or worry for what your mom might say or the bad thing that might happen and like yeah just like your body and your energy like that is yours and that is sacred and really just like respecting and protecting that and then also like just feeling like not like going on from thing to thing to accomplish and like achieve but really just feeling And then, like, once you, like, allow yourself to, like, feel deeply, like, even if it is, like, sadness or anxiety, rather than trying to push it out so quickly, just allowing yourself to really feel that so that, like, it doesn't get trapped in your body and then keep recurring in your life. So really just, like, trusting in yourself and allowing yourself to feel, like, whatever that emotion is. and. Yeah, like enjoying, enjoying experiences for what they are rather than trying to change them and wanting them to be a certain way to just really like, again, surrender to what it is and really try and find that peace and joy within it. Yes, love that so much. I resonate with everything you said. And what came up for me when you said that is like, everything that you feel is, is your teacher. So Mm -hmm. if you feel something that seems like it's a negative emotion, like anxiety or fear or some sort of pain, a lot of times it's really steering you back into alignment with yourself. So it's, it can really be a gift if you're willing to look at it that way. So yeah, just like you said, like, don't feel like you have to run away or push that away. Or like the fact that you have it as a problem it's not. It's so in, intentionally, it, it's so right that you, that you have those feelings. It's your body's way of bringing you back to your fullest alignment and helping you, just like we talked about at the beginning, like clear out all the stuff in your life, say no to all the stuff that's not 
So yeah, I'm so happy you said that. Just let it all, let it all flow through you. There's nothing to be afraid of. You can feel everything and it's all just steering you back to where you're meant to be. Yes, I love that. Okay, so tell everybody where they can find you. I know you do some stuff in person and online, so maybe you can share about all the things where you are, both both online and in person. Awesome. So I am currently at Yoga Fever, which is a yoga studio in Grand Rapids. So I'm teaching slow flow yoga classes there every Sunday night, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern time. And then every Tuesday night, I lead a yoga nidra from 8 to 8.45 p.m. Eastern time. And I'll also be creating a couple workshops for like Reiki attunement and emotional release coming up in probably Grand Rapids and the Metro Detroit area next month. And um, yeah, my website is like Ananda Shakti Healing. Um, and yeah, so that is like A-N-A-N-D-A and then S-H-A-K-T-I healing.com. And I have more of like my services on there for like virtual or in-person energy healing sessions and multi-session healing packages and one-on-one coaching. Also on there, I have some free meditations and my Instagram is that I am Ananda Shakti. So I am and then Ananda and Shakti, like my website. And then I also have a Facebook group where I have a lot of content going to be in there. And that is like the facebook.com slash groups slash the Ananda Shakti healing, just like my website is spelled. And yeah, I have a few more of my free meditations on Spotify under my first and last name, Amanda Rushlow, and then it's also linked under Ananda Shakti. Yay, amazing. And I just remember that I forgot to ask you, can you tell us quickly as well how Ananda Shakti became your business name? Ooh, yes. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, like Ananda means bliss. And Shakti is like the divine feminine. So like there's like um, in like mythology and there's like the Shiva and Shakti. So Shakti is like the divine feminine. And that is like a coiled snake at the base of our spine. That's also like analogous to a woman being at the bottom of Mount Meru. And so like she's very tired and resting at the bottom and she wanted to like be reunited with her lover, the divine masculine Shiva at the top of the mountain. So like she like laboriously like trekked up the mountain to get to him where they like created the universe and like divine union And that's, like, analogous to us in our bodies where, like, Shakti is the coiled snake at the base of our spine and our root chakra. And we, like, work through balancing each of our chakras till we get to, like, the divine masculine, Shiva, at the crown chakra. And so that we can, like, just live in our most aligned lives and 
yeah, just in balance of the divine masculine and feminine within us, because we do have both of those within us. So really just harmonizing both aspects of that within ourselves. Mm-hmm. So cool. Oh, I love that. I forgot to ask you and I was very curious how you came to that name. So amazing. Well, everybody go check out Amanda at all the things. Check her out in Grand Rapids and online. All of her coaching stuff really just is just uh, all the programs are live now, right? And ready for people to get. So awesome. Thank you so much for being here. It's been so great to talk to you. I'm so glad we've been connected. Yay. Thank you so much, Kristen, for having me. And thank you to all of those that were listening as well. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Goddess Talk podcast. If you like these episodes, don't forget to give me a five-star rating and review on the app. Until next time, you can connect with me at goddessbrandco.com or on Instagram at I am Kristen Lynch. Sending you all so much love and I'll see you on the next episode.